Welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. I am just so excited that you're joining me today on another Heavenly Wit Monday podcast episode. Okay, so what is Let's Talk with Teresa Ann all about? Just just to give you the all in all, this show is to simply point you to Jesus. It's so that you will find out who he is, because when you find out who he is, he will show you who the father truly is. And when you find out who the father God is, you will find out who you are. That's what Let's Talk with Teresa Ann is all about, because it started with me hearing the Holy Spirit finally just talk to me and say, Teresa, I need you to hear me. I need you to know that my love is sustainable. My love will cause you to do things that you never thought you could do because you wouldn't be able to do it on your own. So on today's episode, I'm going to highlight a few things that we talked about the past few weeks. The first episode from a couple of weeks ago was on toxic people. You can listen to that episode just to understand it's not going to be what you think it's about. And then last week's episode was about humility and false humility. And then today I'm going to be talking about arise, shine. That is what's coming up next. If you purchase the Heavenly Wit book that was released in March of 2020, you'll know that Heavenly Wit Monday is based on this book, Heavenly Wit, seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields. And in chapter five of the book, the title of it is called Arise, Shine, and it comes from Isaiah 60, verse one, Arise, shine, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And with that declaration, it also talks about that the darker it gets, the brighter we are to shine, not from our own source of light, but from Jesus, who is the source of light. And through us is how we shine. So one of the quotes that I got a few years ago was, we were not meant to talk about how dark it is. We were simply meant to shine the light of God in the midst of the darkness But how? How do we do this? How do we not talk about the darkness and yet tackle it at the same time? That's the answer that's revealed through the lives of those who saw God's way of living was more important than their own way, even unto death for the cause of Christ. Think about this. How often, if you're a Christian, have you quoted Revelation 12 where it talks about This is how we defeat the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. You've heard that, right? You've probably said it. I've said it. But did we finish it? It says, even unto death, they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens and you who dwell in them. So think about this. The testimonies that we give to defeat the enemy is really not just to defeat the enemy, but to glorify the father. We can truly and purely and genuinely love others as Christ loves us. 
So being in the light requires the flesh and ego to die so that the true spirit of God within us can arise. Just as it says in Isaiah 61, arise, shine for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. But why do we arise and why do we shine? Well, it shows us because the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. This is the only reason why we can arise and shine. We don't arise and shine so that we can defeat the enemy. We don't arise and shine to spite the enemy. We don't arise and shine to spite those who told us we couldn't arise and we couldn't shine. We do it because the glory of the Lord is upon us and it's for his glory that we get to arise and shine. And it's all because of God. So this is how we arise and shine by loving our enemies. But how, how do we do this? And it's all revealed in Luke 6, 27 through 38. It's revealed in Matthew 5. It's revealed in Romans 12, 9 through 21. It's revealed in Micah 6, 8. It's revealed in Proverbs 25, 21 through 22. It's revealed in 1 Peter 3 and so much throughout. Now, I want to say this too, that if you look at all the writings of David and how he he goes through these bipolar moments, right? Where one moment he's like, God, help me. I'm in, I'm in desperate need. My enemy is after me. And then the next moment he's praising God from where does my help come from? But from the Lord, from the heavens and the earth. Well, notice something about David. David wants his enemies destroyed. But Jesus sees that his enemies are being destroyed and wants to rescue them. That's who we follow after. We don't follow after David. David is a great character of the lineage of Jesus that points us to Jesus. David is not to point us to himself. David is to point us to the to Jesus Christ who points us to the Father because as a mere man, It couldn't end at him. It had to end and begin at Jesus. So how do we arise? By loving our enemies. But how? How do we do that? And it's so clear. Here's how. Being kind to the unkind. Doing good to those who hate us. Blessing those who curse us. And praying for those who hurt us. Overcoming evil by doing good. Every single moment of opposition is truly a hidden moment of opportunity to see God in the midst through us so that we can make a spectacle with God's glory. Darkness has no place at that moment when we reveal the kingdom of God that's within us. And this is how by overcoming evil, by doing good, that when we do things by faith in God, not faking it. But by faith in who God is, knowing that if we never see the results, even while we're alive, that we know God is doing the inner workings within our hearts to transform us into his likeness, that he is doing the things behind the scenes. He's doing things in front of the scenes. He is doing the great and mighty that we don't even know about in dimensions beyond our own past, present, and future into eternity. So is that a kingdom insanity? (laughs) I don't know. 
But what I want to say is this, when we finally just keep doing what we've been called to do, because it is our response with grateful heart to who he is, it no longer becomes obligation to obey. It becomes a hallelujah. How can I not obey you, God, for all that you are, for all that you've done, for all that you've continued to do. And here's the deal. It's not based on our mere circumstances, whether you have much or whether you have little, just as Paul said, whether I had much or little, I learned to be content in all things. That is why I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's our strength. He's our more than enough to our not enough. If anybody tells you, you're enough, you're enough, they have a good heart. They really do. But let me tell you, that's humanism because we are not meant to be enough. Then we could boast in the fact that we're enough, but it's God's more than enough power that meets us in our weakness so that his strength is seen in our lives. And we don't even want to rob him of that. In the awareness of who God is, we become aware of who we were truly meant to be while we are aware of who we are without him. It's a really cool thing. It's like a dichotomy. The darkness doesn't get the narrative. It's just a reminder that we must continue to shine the light of God through Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit who is within us. Do we understand? Do we know? Do we truly know who is for us? We sure do remind everybody who's against us. But do we know who is for us? When we finally get the revelation of who is for us, this is when the love of God changes everything. The greatest weapon against darkness is the love of God equaling the light of God. That's what light is, is his love. Not just any love. I'm not talking about love that condones sin. I am talking about the love that causes us to say, be healed now, sin no more. That's the love of God. That's the true love. But it doesn't condemn us even while we're in sin. Does that make sense? It says, to the one who is still in darkness, because we're all coming out of darkness into his glorious light. We are perfectly whole in our spirit, but our soul is what is needing to be renewed day and night through the word of the living God, by the power of the Holy Spirit. You cannot have one without the other. The Holy Spirit of God points us to Jesus, who points us to the Father. That's what it is. That's how it works. So if, if you've ever read the book of Proverbs, you'll see that the, the proverbial scriptures point to what the foolish and the wise do. It's very distinct. This is what the wise do. This is what the foolish do. But what's so amazing is how the wise do the unconventional. The things that cause the onlookers that are watching to sit and stand in awe and even say, why are they so different? And this is how we remain in the world, but not be of the world. These are simple truths that are incredibly profound. They point us forward to the father and his ways, ways that are much higher than our own. It's the foolish things of the world that confound the wise. That's what 
we get to be in the earth. Now, now that we know how to be the light, why is it important to be the light? So how to be the light is to stay in Christ, right? As he says, to what? To die to our flesh, to take up our cross and follow after him. Not just following after him on a path, but following the way he does everything. How he does it, we do it. Not out of robotic observations, but out of a place of awe and wonder like, whoa, that is so amazing. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Look how you did that. I want to do the same thing. So why is it important to be the light? For many reasons, of course, but one being that the darker it gets, the brighter we must shine. And most importantly, because for the glory of God that our good deeds are seen among men. Our good deeds point people to who? The Father. Our actions of faith revealed by God's love saves people's lives. It's all about God's violent love that was displayed upon Jesus at the cross of Calvary. So here's another reason. It has to do with favor. The favor, the anointing of God's grace that is doused upon our lives is from the loyalty and kindness we wear as a necklace and never taking it off for anyone or anything, no matter what. It needs to be seared upon our hearts like a tattoo. So when we live it out as though it were a must-have accessory upon our lives, then the results of favor, that's all by default. The favor just comes. And the promise attached to this is that you will have favor with both God and people. It's for the purpose of leaving traces of heaven wherever we go. It causes even our enemies to live at peace with us as revealed in Proverbs Yes, the kingdom of God kind of living is what invades the earth so we can make a way for God to have his way within people on this earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is how we get to see heaven on earth. It's through our good works that show We believe God in the midst of unbelief. I want to ask you a question. How is God showing you to be the light in your circle of influence? Has someone left traces of heaven upon your life? If so, who are they? And now that you have that person in the forefront of your mind, obviously it's Jesus, right? But who has allowed Jesus to be seen through their lives? Do you see that person right now? Pray and declare the blessings of the Lord over their lives. And again, this show is to simply point you to the Father. So that you understand he is always meant for us to be above and not beneath the head and not the tail. This is how we live that kind of life. We can never get away from opposition, but 
It's how we see opposition that changes everything. When we see Jesus as the one who we get to follow, he makes a way when there seems to be no way. That is why our eyes must be fixed on him. Why does it have to be fixed? Because of all the distractions that say you're going to die. You are going to be destroyed. Instead, we look up, we look forward, we look within by the spirit of the living God, and we say, wow, I'm beginning to realize who lives within me. Every time you see opposition in your life, turn it around, see the Lord, and see in that moment how you get to see a mission field in the midst of a battlefield. Thank you so much for joining me today on another Heavenly Whip Monday. And remember, if you like this show, please share it with your friends and your family and even on your social media.